0: A New Testament scholar and a leadership coach. My goal on Leading and Learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 362 How to Develop Our Emotional Intelligence. Now, I want to just apologize up front. The, the, the sound quality, you might see a little bit of a difference in that, what we're dealing with and what you normally hear. Um, I have some problems with my microphone. I will have that corrected next week, so stay with me. I've done some tests. It's not horrible, but um, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, and I can, I can hear it. So um, stay with me. I've got some great content for you today. How do we develop our emotional intelligence? You know, learning to manage our emotions is one of the most important things that we can do, and it's one of the things, one of the greatest keys to success is learning to manage our emotions. It's also the key to peace of mind. So many people are in a bad place of mind because, simply, they don't know how to manage and control their emotions. So we're going to look at God's Word. I'm going to share four important reasons from God's Word on developing our emotional intelligence. We're going to talk about emotional self-control, and we're going to talk about, from God's Word, the importance of learning how to deal with what we feel. Number one, we need to learn to manage our emotions because, shock, shock, they're often unreliable. Now, I know popular culture tells you to follow your heart and You know, be true to yourself and, you know, let your emotions lead you and guide you. But we also know that that's a recipe for disaster. Um, Your heart will lead you to places you don't want to go. Your emotions will take you down roads that you don't want to be down. Um, Learning to control and manage our emotions is really the first step towards emotional intelligence. Um, You can't trust your emotions. Your gut, sorry to say, is often wrong. Your intuition is often flawed. Now, obviously, that's not true all the time. Of course, your, your intuition is going to help you and guide you from time to time. At the same time, your emotions will lead you down a blind alley, and you just can't depend on everything you feel. Proverbs fourteen twelve says, There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. You don't have to accept everything that you feel because not everything you feel is right or even authentic. And it's definitely not always going to lead you in the right direction. I was talking to someone recently in a bit of a pastoral setting, and they were just questioning why. They said, I'm a Christian, Pastor David, but yet I make, constantly, I make bad decisions. And so we just started kind of talking about it and talking through the decision-making process. And the bottom line was pretty much whatever pops into his head, whatever you know, gut feeling they have when it comes to making decision, they just do it without ever giving God a second thought. And I asked, I said, don't you ever pray before you make a decision. And they looked at me like I was crazy and they said, well, well, no, I mean, God put me here, you know, God helps those who help themselves and, you know, I'm supposed to be able to do this on my own. And I said, no, 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 no. God created us to live a life dependent on Him. Paul says, pray without ceasing. Well, that's especially true when we're getting ready to make decisions, important decisions. What would happen in your life, what would happen in my life if, before we had an important decision to make, before we went into an important meeting, before we had to have a a difficult or important conversation, what would happen if you took a few minutes and just prayed and committed it to God? I know in my life when I've done that, the things that I've worried about typically don't come come to pass because... God seems to step in and work it out. But how much truer is this in making decisions? If we could just take a minute and pray. There's a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. So let's manage our emotions because they will lead us down a wrong path. Number two, we need to learn to manage our emotions because we don't want to be manipulated. For people who who wear their their feelings on their sleeve, for people who are always spouting off their opinion, for people who are always telling you they're in a good mood or a bad mood, you know, honestly, nobody cares. But if they're, you you know those people, they're always telling you, you know, they're up, they're down, whatever. Well, those people are also very easy to manipulate. People's uh, emotions really do lead to 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 someone who's easy to control and manipulate. And if you're always guided by your feelings or your moods, other people are going to take advantage of you. But worst of all, even worse than being taken advantage of by other people, the enemy of our souls, Satan, the devil, whatever you want to call him, his favorite tool, or at least one of his favorite tools for controlling you is your negative emotions. He's going to use fear, anger, resentment, unforgiveness, impatience, pretty much any bad thing you can think of, he's going to use that. Worry, he's going to use that to wreak havoc in your life. If you can't control those negative emotions, the devil will use them to manipulate you and keep you from being effective for God. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, Be alert and of a sober mind. That's a great word. Be of sober mind because your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So if you don't want to be devoured, let's control those thoughts. Let's control our emotions. Let's be of sober mind. Well, don't go away. We'll be right back. I just wanted to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Street Cop. Now, Street Cop was my first police memoirs that I wrote, and it it's a collection of true police stories from my career. I don't tell other stories, other, other officer stories. These are stuff, stuff that I dealt with, my cases, my calls, situations that I found myself in. These are true stories uh, from the life of a, of a 30-year police veteran. So I'd encourage you to check it out if you really want to know what it's like to be a police officer in, in one of the, the suburbs you know, outside of a big city in America. Um, some of these stories will amuse you, some will disturb you, but they will give you a great idea of what it's like to be a police officer. Um, you know, we're talking about emotional intelligence. We're talking about managing our emotions in this episode. Well, you know what I found as a police officer that if people simply had the ability to manage their emotions, if they simply had the ability uh, that 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 fruit of the spirit, which Paul calls self-control, most police officers—well, we might not be out of a job, but I guarantee you, our workload would go down drastically. If people simply knew how to manage their emotions, if people simply had some self-control, or if people simply had some emotional intelligence, because that's what the police are dealing with day in, day out, twenty-four-seven. Um, that's pretty much what you read about on the news. Police, you know, police respond to a bad situation. Well, it's a bad situation most of the time because somebody has no control over their emotions. So check out Street Cop exciting fun I think you'll really enjoy it click on the link you can go to Amazon I think you can read the first chapter for free and then click on the buy button because I know you're going to love it all right well a quick recap we've talked about we're managing our, our, our emotions we're developing our emotional intelligence we talked about the fact that we need to manage our emotions because they're unreliable number two we need to manage our emotions because we don't want to be manipulated we don't want people to take advantage of us we don't want the devil to take advantage of us number three. We need to learn to manage our emotions because we want to please God. If you're a Christian, this should be number one on your list for for, for your life. Um, Life pursuits, I want to please God. If it's not, then there's a problem. Because as Christians, that really should be our primary goal and desire in life is to please God. But God can't rule in your life if... Your emotions rule your life. If you make your decisions, like we talked about with my friend earlier, if you make your decisions based on how you feel, then what you've done is you've made your feelings your God. And then God can't be God in your life. Let me say that again. It's a little little confusing. If you make your decisions based on how you feel, then you've made your feelings your God. And then God, the true God, can't be the true God in your life. So we want to please God, but that involves being sober-minded, as we, we mentioned earlier. Romans 8 says this, So letting your sinful nature control your minds leads to death. How about that? If you let your sinful nature control your mind, it's going to ultimately lead to death. But letting the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, control your mind leads to life, and peace that's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please god isn't that a powerful passage of scripture so we want to manage our emotions we want to develop emotional intelligence because we want to please god we want to have our emotions brought under the control of the holy spirit um you know if you if you read first thessalonians 5 it says but um He talks about our spirit, our soul, and our body, and it's our soul that houses our emotional realm. Um, It houses our our mind, our will, and our emotions. And and of course, we want our minds renewed by the Holy Spirit. We want to submit our wills to God, but we also want our emotions under the control of the Holy Spirit. Emotions are good. God gave them to us. But they also can be... um, used for evil, they can be used for bad, and they can ultimately destroy us if we don't have control over them. Number four, we need to learn how to manage our emotions. We need to develop emotional intelligence because we want to succeed in life. Study after study has shown that your emotional IQ, your emotional intelligence, is far more important than your regular IQ when it comes to success. I've known many, many smart people who have figuratively shot themselves in the foot because they didn't control their emotions. They said the wrong thing to the boss. They were constantly complaining. They were constantly critical. They, they were an emotional roller coaster. And, you know, they effectively. Limited how far they were going to go in the organization. I had a boss one time who um, really was an emotional roller coaster himself. He, you never knew who he was going to be when he came to work. Was he going to be happy boss? Was he going to be moody or depressed boss? Was he going to be angry boss or was he going to be aloof boss? You never knew. It was a it was a it was a roll of the dice every single day when he came in, and this was really an injustice he did to the people who worked for him. And as a leader, and just to be a good person, this is not the way you want to treat people. You don't want to be up and down in your emotions. Remember, we talked about being sober-minded. And really, if you want to succeed in life, in your job, if you want to succeed in your marriage, if you want to succeed in other relationships, if you want to succeed in leadership, you've got to control your emotions. You've got to develop emotional intelligence. It's so Powerful. How many people do you know who have ruined their reputation because of something they said in anger? Or maybe they missed a job opportunity because of a lack of self-control. Proverbs 5 says, He will die for a lack of self-control. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. Listen again. He will die for his lack of self-control. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. Another proverb says, Like a city that is broken into and without walls is a man who lacks self-control. So if I can't control my emotions, if I don't have self-control, I'm, I'm unprotected. It's like a city without a wall. I'm open to be manipulated, as we talked about earlier. I'm open to, to really destroy my When we give our lives to Christ, we also gave our emotions to Jesus. And and basically what we should be doing every day is asking Him to help us manage them. He wants to be Lord not just of how we feel. He wants to be Lord of our entire life. But being Lord of our emotions and being Lord of how we feel is very important as well. He wants to be Lord of every part of our life. Peter says, you won't spend the rest of your lives chasing your own desires, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. And really, that should be each of our hearts, that we should be anxious to do the will of God, that we should be sober-minded, that our emotions should be under control. And this is a skill that we all can develop. In fact, Paul refers to it as a fruit of the Holy Spirit. In fact, when you look at the fruit of the Holy Spirit in Galatians 5, he says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, Faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Love is first, self control brings up the rear. That's how important it is. This is something we can develop. We can ask God to help us. Well, I'm going to stop there. I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about this important topic? We've talked about four things. We've talked about we need to manage our emotions because they're often unreliable. We've talked about the fact that we need to do it because we don't want to be manipulated. We've got to develop emotional intelligence so we, don't, so we aren't manipulated. We've got to learn to manage our emotions because we want to please God. And then lastly, we want to manage our emotions and develop emotional intelligence because we want to succeed in life. Well, what do you think? Is there anything I missed there? Anything you'd like to add? Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or a comment in the comment section for today's post. I'd love to keep the conversation going. While you're on my website, make sure you drop your email address in there so that we can stay in touch. That assures that you will never miss a single episode of Leading and Learning. Well, friends, thanks for being with me, and I will see you next week on Leading and Learning.